Welcome to the Wealthy Mindset Podcast. My name is Corey Woods, and we're going to be talking about understanding true success. I'm kind of excited and a little bit nervous to talk about this in this way because it's different, and I want to take so many different approaches because I hear all the time, you know, what is success? It's a question that I ask my clients, that other people ask me, but really, I mean, you get to define it. That's usually the answer that I hear, and it's probably my favorite definition of what success is. But I believe that it's a multifaceted experience that we have on an energetic level, a physical, spiritual, mental level. It connects all parts of us, and I think it's beautiful. When I can look up, when I go to the web, I should say, and I look up five different definitions of success, none of them are really satisfying for me. So I just have to remind myself it's an experience, it's a feeling, it's a belief system, it's it's a way of being, it's a decision, right? But today, what we're going to be focusing on is understanding really what true success is for you. And I want to start with a story. So I'm studying the Gene Keys. And if any of you don't know what that is, you can just go to genekeys.com. I'm pretty sure it's a .com. I don't actually remember. And you can look up your holographic profile. You can look up what Gene Keys is. It has, it's not a personality test. That's what it is. Not, actually. But either way, I'll let you go and explore what that is for yourself. But let me start with this story, okay? And I just actually got off the phone with a client, and I call him the Rainmaker. That's another part of the story. But we are go- I'm going to describe, actually, I'm read to you a story about a Rainmaker who is a little old man. And when he arrives in the village, he is offered anything that he needs. After all, the future lives, after all, the future lives of all the villagers and their families depend on his success. Without rain, the crops will not grow and there will be nothing to eat. However, the rainmaker says that all he needs is a hut to sleep in and to be left alone for a few days, knowing well that his every move is being watched by the curious villagers. The old man begins setting up his paraphernalia, whatever it may be, perhaps some strange looking device or a series of offerings to the appropriate gods. Some rainmakers just appear into their hut and wait, appearing to do absolutely nothing. So after a few days, if the rainmaker is genuine, it will begin to rain. The villagers heap praise upon him and his magical powers. His reputation grows because wherever he goes, he appears to make it rain. However, despite his far-reaching fame, our rainmaker has a great secret known only to himself. He knows that in truth, he has no special powers over the weather. His secret is that he has discovered his true purpose in life. He is a rainmaker and wherever and wherever he goes, it happens to rain. He doesn't make it rain. He is simply attuned to the places where is it about to rain. And this is why he doesn't have to do anything other than show up wherever he feels like going. So you see, hidden inside your DNA lies your higher life purpose. And when you find that higher purpose, everything is laid out to you by God, by the spirit, by divine grace, by the universe, whatever you choose to call it. I share that story because I keep reading it over and over and over again. And it has settled with me in different ways every time. I want to invite you to begin to believe this about yourself. 
you are a rainmaker. Okay? So in the terms of discussing success, this rainmaker, A, also known as someone who is successful, understands who they are. You understand who you are. And as a rainmaker, where I'm gonna I'm gonna keep the story in as we talk about just understanding success for the purpose of this podcast. But again, the invitation is yours that you can take these questions and everything that we talk about and apply it to where you're at today. So for fun, like this whole episode, I want you to invite yourself to see yourself in that way as I go over a few points of the story. So the secret of the Rainmaker, right? If you remember, he has discovered his purpose in life and wherever he goes, it happens to rain. I sit with that a lot. Like if I'm a rainmaker, right, my desires and wherever I go, it rains. What, but what does it rain? That's the, that's the question that I like to ask myself. So if I'm truly a rainmaker, wherever I go, what is it actually raining? And I like to think of it as my state of being, like who I am, the energy that I, that I walk into a room with, the experiences and whatever I bring to relationships that I have with people. So I want you now to... I invite you to look at your purpose in life or purpose says, right? (laughs) Because that's truly, we have purposes. We don't have a purpose. But generally, if you're really unsure what those might be, your purpose says, right, are the things that are going to make you feel joy or cause you to feel some type of expansive energy, love, joy, peace, right? I I believe in multiple purposes. It, it, It always feels more open rather than pressure in my life. So that's kind of why I speak to it in that way. But your purpose says is easy and simple to understand that once you accept that anything that brings you joy and fulfillment, you are literally living in your purpose. And your purpose has nothing to do with what you do, but truly who you are. Okay? Truly, truly who you are. So simply put... If you believe that you're an athlete, okay, I'm going to give you guys an example. If you believe that you're an athlete, then you are going to start to make decisions to support you in this belief. So (laughs) I try to convince people all the time, like, listen, I used to be a college athlete and they kind of look at me funny sometimes because, you know, on my, in my own personal health journey, I've been working through a lot of back pain, but anyways, for another podcast, obviously. But many of you, so like myself, if you believe that you're an athlete, decisions that you would make to support that belief would be to take care of your body and to eat healthy food and get plenty of rest. So if we were to look at ourselves from our value system and who we are, do you, we are all at our core love. We come from love. We will return with love. Love is just part of who we are. We are divine and we are whole. So do you believe that you are love? Like, do you believe that you're divine? Do you believe in this wholeness that you already have? Do you believe that you are important and needed in this world? So if you, if all of those answers were yes, or some were sprinkled in with no, right? It's kind of, this is an invitation for you and, and where your own healing journey needs to be or directed to or whatever. But remember, if you, if you actually believe that you come from love, return from love, you are love then what decisions in your life are you going to make in being love, right? This beingness of love. You're going to operate your life so much differently when you're looking at through the lenses of like who you believe that you are. 
sometimes we get really stuck in the judgments that we have, right? Or, or what we get stuck in the emotions. Like if I'm feeling angry, then I must not be loved. But none of that is true also, right? You have to remember that that very core of who you are is love. And if that's true, then are you committing to be that person? What decisions are you making? What what thoughts are you entertaining? What feelings are you allowing yourself to be with? Because your truth about you matters. And when you feel your truth in your body, that's a very big indicator that you are present with who you are. So I'm going to give you one of my personal examples because one of my belief systems is that I celebrate other people's successes effortlessly. Effortlessly. And so if that's who I am, mind you, I didn't always feel that about myself. I didn't always feel that was true, but I knew that that's who I wanted to be. So I had to practice living in that belief. And it was really when I started to live in that belief, everything came out of the word works. I started noticing how I was comparing and despairing myself against others in so many ways. I was adding like my own personal judgment and, and I was creating a very detrimental experience and suffering because... Listen, if I was going to celebrate others, I had to do it. I wanted to do it effortlessly. And so I had to look at all the places that existed inside of me that all the belief system systems that weren't allowing me to do that, all the judgments, I should say. So when you are someone who experiences success, um, when someone was experiencing success, I should say, Oftentimes, I notice I would feel a little bit jealous or envious or wonder what I was doing wrong. And I began to judge. And I knew that that's not the person I wanted to be. And being Corey meant that she celebrated effortlessly other people's successes. So as I went out and practiced being her with her and being like her and just being her, right, I had to do that until my practice became my practice and it became who I am, right? I, this is just who I am because I chose to be, because I wanted to be, and it matters to me. All of these decisions that you're mad, you're making and who you want to be is part of creating your own success and understanding what success is like for you. So when you commit to your life, to and it's a, this internal progression and growth, you'll, you're always going to be given the space for you to just deepen who you truly are the layers and layers and layers that just get pulled back and pulled back as you as you grow and expand. I know that I'm loved, but I didn't always know that about myself. I mean, I like to think that <laughs> I think we all kind of go through this that we we learn things, we learn knowledge and we like receive intel, intellect and we just kind of gain all of these things, but if we don't understand it or feel the truth of it in our body, there's there's a little bit of a disconnect from our truth. We have to teach our body that it's safe to feel a different way and to know and believe. And I just remember, well, I do this a lot. I just remember declaring to the universe that I, I love people, period. Just people, right? And every time I declare that to the universe, I find lots of reasons to practice love. And it's not because I'm being challenged or I'm being tested. And I want to kind of dispel that whole belief system anyways, because it's interesting now that I'm saying this out loud. In my client sessions last week, we talked a lot about how, air quotes, the universe tests us. But what if the universe was just providing you to, 
for you, like the opportunity to strengthen who you truly are. We always have a choice. And sometimes when we look at things like a test, right, it's presented in such a way where maybe I don't have a choice. Maybe there's a right or wrong way of doing this, but none of that is true either. And so when you challenge, if I'm going to come back and, you know, come back to like my old belief system, when I stepped into wanting to be love, I had a belief that love was hard, like loving people was hard or committing to love or receiving love. Like it all felt like all weird and conditional. <laughs> I just like, even now, and just in this recent, these last few months and working through my belief system of I am worthy to be loved by other people. Like there's so many facets, right? To like our emotional experience that we're having as a human. We have to remember that. So remember, remember, remember that we were not sent to this earth to be tested as we are sent to remember who we are. And I always like to joke around with my kids. Just remember who you are. Remember who you are. And kids, right, they don't always have the full spectrum or any type of spectrum that we have as adults, but, and we easily forget, kids just move so effortlessly through their life effortlessly play is a priority sleep and food are priorities and if it's not fun it's always challenging for any child to do any kind of work and so if I were gonna now tell you looking back because I truly believe that hindsight is how you understand your own success success for me always includes having fun and laughing and loving so hard it includes crying and feeling the full spectrum of emotions. And when I can hold myself in a space where I'm accepting and not judgmental, excuse me, not judgmental, that's how I know I am truly living in the success of who I am. So remember, wherever you're at in your journey, you are exactly where you're supposed to be. Defining success for yourself is very important. And remember that it's okay that understanding success is going to come at a later time for you. So with that, I hope you have a great day. Feel free to email me at Corey at CoreyWoods.coaching if you have any questions or thoughts about our episode today. Have a great day.